Good morning, Raboisai. Oh, I have to unmute this. Okay, I'm unmuted. Good morning, Raboisai. How's everybody doing on Zoom? Uh, it is 7.15 in Eretz Yisrael. I happen to be in uh, Chicago right now. 7.20 in Eretz Yisrael, you're right. 7.20 in Eretz Yisrael, which means it's 11.20 here in Chicago, and there is a very, very, how come I hear somebody talking? What's going on, Gary? Some people would say, if it was past 7.20, they would say to us, maybe come 10 minutes earlier, and then you can start on time. Okay. Listen, we don't have time for jokes now. We have a massive, massive daf. Just to read the words takes over an hour. So I'm going to try not to interrupt. Lili Nishmas Imi, Rusmas Mordechai, Yishkoyach Gary, for all that you do. We appreciate it. Thanks for being there on time. Baruch HaTohadi, Noyel Enemel Chaylom, Shakhoyel Niebet Varoy. All right, so the plan is as follows. We are going to, Bezer Hashem, finish Daf Nundal. We're going to do today Daf Nundal. As soon as Nundal is over, we are going to shut down the YouTube. Zoom can continue. There are a few tzaddikim in this room that say that they want to stay. About five, six people are going to stay all the way to one o'clock in the morning. It's all about the daf. It's all about the yoimi. Sorry, it's all about the yoimi. So we have to make sure that there's a shear in Eretz Yisrael. Matzayantif. So we're doing a double header now. And then a few hours later, tomorrow morning in Chicago, Friday morning, Erev Yantif, there's going to be another shear at 11.15 in the morning. So it's three shiurim, one after another. All right. And we'll do it all over again at the end of Yantif next week. So we are holding Dafnun Gimel Amit Beis. We're discussing uh, Yoel. Yoel, we don't have time now. So we're holding Dafnun Gimel Amit Beis on the bottom about, we're talking about Reb Meir's wife, Bruria, the famous Bruria. Says the Gemara, and by the way, we don't have to say anything. We don't have to add anything, just the Gemara as is. En Hagdama, this is Agadta. So you could insert your own Pirushim, or go to the Pirushim in the back, in the Marsha, in the Maral, etc. Not everything is exactly as it says it. There's a lot of Soydas, hidden Torah behind over here. Bruria. Ashkachti lahu tamidida She bumped into a guy, she saw a Talmud that was learning Torah, Quietly. She gave him a gesunter stois. They say in Yiddish, she gave him a kick. What are you doing? It says, It's arranged. All. And then it will be guarded. If it's arranged with all your 248 limbs, then it will be kept for good, in other words, when you speak something out, when you talk Torah with your mouth, that me- and it's loud, then your whole body gets involved, and therefore you get to keep the Torah, you don't forget it. I want to point out, here's a hidden, a little bit of a hidden idea in this Gemara. I'll point it out. Watch this, here, right here. There was a Talmud, Hoyle Rebbe Eliezer, 
He used to learn Torah quietly. He forgot his learning. Next sugya. Tana says the Gemara. Talmud There was a Talmud. The same Rebbe had another had a Talmud. He got. He was supposed to die. A death penalty of Sreifa. Amru. Leave him alone. He served a very hush of a person. Leave him alone. So we could go weiter and just read it as is. Or we could say that the Gemara here has a little bit of a hint, a little bit of a secret going on here. If you were to read it plain and simple, you just go weiter. There was a Talmud that forgot his learning, and there was a Talmud, but in fact, what the Gemara might be saying here is, not to scare people away and say, listen, if you learn to yourself, you might be Chayiv Misa, and a lot of people will stop learning because of that. So the Gemara continues, but the Gemara over here is telling us, this Talmud that's Chayiv Misa Sreifa is actually the same person that forgot his learning. The reason why he's Chayiv Sreifa is because he forgot his learning. So it, it, it's, a very, it's very interesting how the Gemara worded it, so you don't pay attention to it, you don't get scared. But if you want to look deep into it, say, look, this Talmud, it's the same exact guy. And the reason why it's Chai Sreifa is because of the story right before. Shach Tamuda, he used to learn quietly. Anyways, not to scare you off, but of course, the stipler says, <laughs> if you don't learn at all, of course you Chai Sreifa, whatever you Chai. Shouldn't worry about it. Obviously, it's much better to learn Torah if you don't do it the proper way, okay. Now, if somebody has a good reason for people to learn quietly, let me know, because I like to learn quietly. Big problem. You sharp one. Open up your mouth to read. So that the Torah, you should read the Torah out loud. That the Torah should be, you should be able to to keep the Torah, remember it, the Torah chayi, and like this, you'll live longer. Shenemar, ki chayim hem lemoitze eyem ulechol besoroi marpei. It's it's life for those who find it, and it should be a healer for his flesh. Al tikri lemoitze eyem for those who find it. Don't read lemoitze eyem. Ela lemoitze eyem. You take the word moitza and you make moitzi bape. Then we have a similar shot, I'm just thinking out loud. Is it Hamoitzi or Moitzi? Maybe, maybe I'm completely off. Okay. I'll take a Moitzi, I'm a Moitzi, I'm a pet. Oh, my lady Shmuel, what? Okay, now I am, but the whole day when I prepared three Shurim was to myself and quiet. Oh, my lady Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, Shinino, Chatoive, Chol, Chatoivishti. Again, the simple shot in the Gemara is, and you could learn whatever you want. The simple shot here is, if you have. The means, you have a little money, go ahead and enjoy yourself. That's what Rashi says. If you want, you could say that it doesn't, what, the Gemara is talking about to indulge in Gashmias, you should eat, go to shallots every day, eat and drink. This world that we live in is like a wedding. Everybody that made a wedding knows you spend all this money and it's over like that. Or if you got married yourself, you know, you're in and out. That's this world. So I'm sure 
that there's another deeper pshat here, that you should, ch- you should chap mitzvahs, you should chap Torah, before you know it, it's all over. If you have a little means, you have some money, enjoy it. You're not going to bring it down there to Gehenna with you. And death doesn't wait. It comes quickly. Maybe, oh, I should worry about my children. I should leave over a little inheritance for them. Who's going to tell you what's going on when you're down there? Humans are like the grass in the field. Don't worry about your children, says the Gemara. Basically, if they deserve it, they'll get it. If they don't need it, they don't. They will take care of themselves, says Rashi. You don't have to worry about your children. People, their entire life, all they do is accumulate wealth so that the children will be okay to set their family up. Don't worry about them. We are like blades of grass. These guys go, these guys come. Worry about yourself. Do the mitzvahs. Do what you need to do. They'll take care of themselves. If somebody's on the way, dangerous way, and he doesn't have anybody accompanying him, what should he do? Now, as soon as I, I read this, like, doesn't everybody have to learn when they're on the way? Like, what's the, uh, what's the big chiddush? You always have to learn Torah. But perhaps, he's so concerned, he's constantly looking over his shoulder to his right and his left, where are these guys coming out of, where are the bandits coming from? Don't worry about it. Learn Torah and Torah will take care of you. They'll accompany you. The famous Gemara, you have a headache? Learn some Torah. It's for your head also. What if you have a throat ache? Torah is like a necklace around your throat. If you have a stomach ache, it'll be a healing for your stomach. If you have a bone ache, the bottom line is Rabbi First of all, we could mention the famous Rabbeinu Yoyna, which is Kedai to mention every month or so. It's one of the most beautiful things ever. Rabbeinu Yoyna says, and especially now after Yom Kippur, everybody in this world is granted a certain amount of Yisurim that he has to go through. Every single person is going to go through those Yisurim. This guy gets his cancer, and that guy gets his... Uh, kid dies, Rahman al-Islam, and Yisurim, everybody, nobody is, nobody's part of from Yisurim in this world. Kids go off the derech, etc., etc. But the Rabbi Yonah says that you could choose your Yisurim by saying, I want my Yisurim through Torah. By getting up early in the morning to do the daf, and it's hard, you're taking your cancer away. You're throwing your cancer out the window. You're choosing your Yisurim with Torah. So that's number one. That's what the Gemara says, Yasek Torah, you have a headache, Yasek Torah. But also, Torah itself has healing powers. But it's amazing, Rabbeinu Yoyna, no? It's a way to... Rosh Hashanah, it's nigzar. You're going to lose your money, you're going to do that. But I could choose to take my peckle of Yisurim and turn it into Torah. It's unbelievable. Yasek B'Torah, Shanemar, V'shiku Secho. So if a person has a bone ache, V'shiku is the marrow of the bone, Latz Secho. His entire body hurts him. 
learn Torah. Shenem alchol b'sorry marpe. It's interesting. I was just speaking to somebody this Yom Kippur who told me that she has high blood pressure, but she refuses to take the medication. Why? Because it has side effects. What are you crazy? Your blood? I refuse to take it. It's true about all medicines, right? Medicines have side effects, but because Baruch Hu's medicine doesn't have a side effect. It's great for this thing. <laughs> but I'll knock something else out. He gives you Torah, it's great for the entire body. It heals everything and with no, without any side effects. Torah is the best. It's, it's beautiful. You'll keep it in your stomach, this Torah. Go together on your lips. When is Torah when is pleasant? When you're able to keep it and remember it. And how do you do so? When you speak it out loud, everything's organized on your lips. When does a person have simcha? He's happy. So if a person knows how to answer something that they ask him, ma toiv, kum we're only going to one o'clock in the morning. Favos nisht. Hey, Mosai, it's a gishmak yasugi, Rabbi said, this is, Agate, you're going to love this stuff. Come in. When a person, when they ask him a kasha, right? If you don't know anything, sit there like a dodo, no, but if you know how to answer, it's kishmak, you have simcha. The famous pasuk, Torah is very close to you. It's in your mouth, in your heart to do it. When is Torah close to you? When you say it out loud, when you say the words, and you're willing to do it. And the words that come out of your mouth, from your lips, will never, you, won't, won't be moinea, won't hold back forever. Sela is forever. When you're saying it out loud, again, with this, the, same, the same thing, when you learn Torah, you're supposed to say the words out loud. Rava Rami. Rava has a contradiction. His heart's desire, his taiva, what he wants, he gave it to him right away. Now, but it says, right away. That that he asked, requested, you're not going to, what, hold back? Okay, but it takes time. It's not right away. Says says Rava Zacha, if he's Zaycha Tavas Livin Satalai. Loi Zacha. Varash is Fasabamana. If he's Zaycha, okay, so it'll happen right away. It wasn't Zaycha, I'll have to wait a little bit. Tana. Tana very revelation of Yaakov. Call Mokam Shinema Netzach, Sela Voed. These three words, Netzach, Sela Voed, Eloi, Hefsek Elom, it means the last forever. Netzach, the Siv, Kiloi, Loilam. Here, so in the Pazik it says La'ilam. La'ilam means forever. But in the same Pazik it says, Ki lo'ilam ariv, I'm not going to fight forever. V'lo'ilam netzach ekzoi. 
But I don't know what Lanetzach means. But since the beginning of the Pasuk it says La'ilam, La'ilam is forever. So the word Lanetzach means forever. I'm not going to be angry forever. Sela. How do I know Sela means forever? This is what we heard. This is what we saw. Be'ir Hashem Tzvakois. Be'ir Elikeinu. Elikim Yichonineno Ad Oilam Sela. Because Baruch is going to establish it Ad Oilam again. The word Oilam means forever. Sela. Forever. So now we know Sela means forever. Vo'ed, d'chsiv Hashem yimloich, lo'ilam, vo'ed. So again, once again, we have the word, yishkoyach. Ah, see what's going on here? here. You've got to come into the screen for a second, even though we're in a big rush here. Y'all's here, giving water. Charge of the water. Till 1 o'clock in the morning. No. Rabbi Sa'id says here, simen. Why does the Gemara always say simen? Simen, anokim, l'choyov, l'choyzchar. So on this daf, all the way at the end, we're going to see what the simon is. That a person who makes simonim, and this is a simon, person who's able to take his taira and, and make some sort of... I once went to, in uh, Israel, uh, they have a thing called borsud. You just, all you have to do is, it's a scam, basically. You give them 2,000 shekel, and they teach you how to remember how to learn. Kids are, it's impossible. I went to like all these lessons, but it's, it's, a, it's how to make simonim, how to make a movie out of the Gemara, how to... Make scenes and, and, and different things. So the Gemara has, simonim, has a couple words. Anokim l'chayav l'chayischaris. And you're supposed to remember the sugya with that. And that, the Gemara is going to discuss this. Not now. This happens, nothing to do with what the Gemara is saying. But it happens to be that on this daf it says simon. You should make necklaces for your throat. It's not a choker, it's a necklace. A necklace is very, very loose. So if you're a loose person, you're an easygoing guy, like Dr. Epstein, an easygoing guy, everything, nothing bothers him. Then, venira veini nira, and he's like, a, like, if you have a beard, so you don't really see the neck unless you pick it up a lot, but most of the time, 90% of the time, it blocks the, the throat. Tamudoi miskayim biyodoi. In other words, he's a person that's not seen outside. He's a person that hides at home and he doesn't, he's not busy shopping and doing things outside. He's in the house, he's in a makam Torah, learning Torah. He's a person that's easygoing and he's moichel other people. Not everything that people, they, he doesn't get insulted every two seconds from other people. That's a person that Tamudai Miskayim Biyada, he's learning, he'll remember his learning. So don't come to me and say, ah, oh, I learned the Dafiyaimi and I don't remember anything. That just means that you're not an easygoing guy. <laughs> it's possible. Okay, fine. Ve'im lav, ain't Tamudai Miskayim Biyada. If not, if you're not an easygoing person, and you drazek around in the stores all day, you're outside, Your cheeks are like the beds of spices. The beds of spices, people just walk all over it. And you're like that. In other words, you're an anov. People walk all over you. And you don't care. And you're like this, the fragrance that everybody takes a part of it. Kids are, you teach Torah to other people. Talking about the Luchos. So the Gemara makes a play on the words here. Luchos could be l'choyov, like again, the cheeks. 
like a stone that doesn't get worn out. And therefore, in other words, you teach other people Torah, and you you chazer says Rashi what you learn. You do chazara. You do the eight minadaf. Then Torah is miskayim biyodai. Vimlav ain't talmudim. Forget about the eight minadaf. It doesn't exist anymore. Vimlav ain't talmudim miskayim biyodai. Vamir lezer chazer shalom. It's coming back soon. It's coming back very soon. Vamir lezer ma'idr siv chores ala luchos. It's engraved in the luchos. Il molei lo nishtaber luchos are rishonayis. If the first luchos weren't broken, lo nishtak chatoim yisrael klai yisrael will never forget Torah. Why? Because the chores of the luchos. The, the engravement in the Luchos is not just in the Luchos, it's engraved in Klai Yisrael. That is a symbol, it's, it's a simon of what Klai Yisrael has. It's not, oh, here's a stone that's engraved and here's Klai Yisrael. No, what's engraved over here happens to the entire Klai Yisrael. Unfortunately, the Luchos were broken, so we don't have that bracha of not forgetting the Torah. If the Luchas weren't broken, then the nations wouldn't be able to control us. There wouldn't be the war, the, the Shoah, the Nazis, all these things wouldn't have happened if we would have had the Luchas. Shenemar Chorus, Atigri Chorus, Elo Chorus, if you just put a, a Tzere, it's the same letters, but it's the way you read it. You can read it Chorus, it means freedom. We would be free with the Luchas. The Luchas would cause, give us freedom. Omar of Master, Maitrsib. And from the, the Torah describes, we went from here to there, from the desert to Matano. If you like the desert that everybody just trots upon and nobody cares, again it's a novel. This is the famous Rava. They had a fight. It's a different sugya. Basically, Rav Yosef, the Rebbe was upset at Rava. It was, it was Yom Kippur. Omar, yeah, everybody on Yom Kippur, they want to do tshuva, they want to, they want to ask mechila from the, from the different people, especially from a rabbi. He goes, he wants to ask mechila. We're holding, I don't know what, two, four, six, eight, ten lines from the bottom. He bumped into the shamish who was in the middle of diluting the wine, right? The wine was very strong, you add water. Omer says, Ravi sneaks in there. Now, Rav Yosef, don't forget, we had a lot that Rav Yosef forgot his learning. Rav Yosef was also blind. He's blind, he didn't notice that Rav was standing right there. He tells the Shamish, do me a favor, let me take care of this. Let me, let me get my foot in the door here. So he gave him the wine, he did the dilution. when when Rav Yosef tasted the wine, Omar Domi Hai Mezigo, Lemezigo the Rava Bereder Rav Yosef Bacha, I could taste in the wine that this is actually the same ratio that Rava uses. We had a different sugya. Rava uses. We learned three to one. I think it was Rava that said three to one. Says Gemara, Omar Le Anahu. Yeah, hey, I'm here. I'm Rava. Hi. Don't sit down until you can explain to me what's going on here in these psukim. So the, we're reading it, we read it every time, every year. We don't care. It's just the Torah is describing. They, 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 they stopped here and they went there and they stopped again. 
Umemid Babatan, Umemetan, Nachli, Umemetan, Bomis, Bomis, a guy. Rabbi said, No. There must be something deeper going on over here. It's not like you think. Omelay, just, just think about this. Rabbi Yosef is trying to drink wine and he suddenly notices somebody's there. Immediately has a question for him. On the spot, he doesn't think for a second. And what does Rabbi do? On the spot, he has an answer. He doesn't, he doesn't get confused for a, mi- for a millisecond. Yeah, you come to somebody's suda, you have a dvartaira, you know, until, until it comes out. On the spot, boom. And he says a beautiful pshat. Now, I believe that Rav Yosef is also hinting to him. He might have thought that he knows this pshat. He's trying to, to give him a little bit of a shtach. Uh, under, I don't know, see if you see a shtach here. If a person puts himself like a midbar, like a desert that everybody tries upon, so they went from midbar to matana. So the Torah is telling you, you act like a desert, you'll, get it, you'll receive the Torah as a present. And once you receive that present, Nechaliel, HaGush Baruch Hu gives it to you, and it's like an inheritance, it becomes yours. As the Torah says, you, they went from Matana to Nechaliel. And then the next step is, you take that, that gift, you don't just sit with it, you learn it, and then you become great. But a lot of times, people that become great, they start acting haughty. Put him right back down. As the Pasuk says, he's going to go into the valley. He says, However, you do tshuva, will take you right back where you came from. You're in the, you're in the valley, you're in gay. You'll go up to a higher place. Fine, that was the end of the story. The animals will turn around, will take it back. Everything he learns right away, immediately. As soon as he learns, he does chazar, he goes to Eimetaf. Or he takes chavrus and learns it again. Learns it again. Rashi, two pshatim, second pshat is, he, he belittles himself to learn Torah. He he's not embarrassed to ask the questions. He's not embarrassed to do whatever it takes to learn Torah. He doesn't have, like they say in yeshivas, he doesn't have the shtoltz. <laughs> me, I'm going to ask this question. Everybody thinks I'm a Balkishrin. How does somebody like me ask such a simple question? No. You monopoly yourself. You put yourself down. You go over to the person. You, you, see, you beg somebody to learn with him, whatever it is, whatever it takes to learn Torah, then Torah is Miskayim. Vimlav, in Tamudim Miskayim, and if you're haughty and you don't do all this stuff, you won't remember the Torah. Vimoisakain, and if you do do it, another step. will prepare a meal for him. Like a Ani, like a poor person, says Rashi who goes from door to door begging for another dollar, another dollar, or a shekel, whatever it is, you go like a ani, then it is Elohim. Then Elohim takes care of you. What's special about a fig, figs are different than all other fruit. We had it just recently, I don't know recently, but in the last or so, maybe in Shabbos. Figs, they, 
the different they, they, they come off the uh, tree at different at different periods of the year. It's not like one harvest. So if you guard your figs, you're going to eat the fruit. Why is why is Torah similar to a fig? As long as you look for them, you'll find every you go tomorrow, you'll find another Taina. You come three days later, another one became ripe. As long as you learn and you and you, you try harder, the fact is, Rabbi that's that's partial. Anytime you learn a, a sugya and then you learn it again, you get a little bit more clear. You learn again, even more clear. At least four times just to get it to the basic level, right? Torah, as long you dig deeper in, I'm not talking about just reading it, dig deeper, learn. Learn on a, on a different level, you'll find more, more gems. We just turned to the Afnundalar Mibay, sponsored by Mark Steinberg, for Shidduch, for Yitzchak Pesach Yehuda, Ben Meir Yosef, and by Anonymous, Hatzlacha, in Yiddishkeit, and Eschos, for his family to be, Tariqi Yiddin, Amen! Amr Shmo Malachmeini, Maidich Siva Yelis Ahavim Yalis Chain. Torah is like uh, a deer, female deer. Now, just as Agdama, a short Agdama, every taiva in this world, it's not fair if there's a taiva and there's nothing that, that balances out on the other side. The taiva of, of Ishos is, is Taira, Lechaira. That's the balance. You could get into Taira the same way you get into Ishos. Says the, says the Gemara, <speaking in Hebrew> Her partner has the same hana every single time with the deer. So too, people that learn Torah, as much as they learn, as far as they go, they have the same hana each and every time. She gives an extra special Chain to those who learn. The, the continuation of the pasuk. Why is Torah nimshal to the breast? As long as the, the, the baby wants this milk, so to Torah, as long as you dig deeper and deeper, you'll find more and more flavor. Bahavasa, this unbelievable lashon over here. Bahavasa tishge tamid. I'm crazy in love with you. Tishge, like crazy, like like shoyge, tamid, mishuga. Bahavasa tishge tamid. Kigoyim Rebbe Lazer ben Pedas. Amr al Rebbe Lazer ben Rebbe Lazer. Shoyi Yoshev Vaisa b'Tayir b'Shuka Tachlin Shalzi Payri. Rebbe Lazer would sit. In the lower level of the marketplace in Sipari, Uzdinai Pashad from, from being so orangutan and fatracht and learning, he was so involved in his learning, he forgot that he left his coat all the way back there. So some guy decided to chop his coat, to steal it. He took his coat and a, and a, and a king cobra jumped out and, 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 and scared him off. In other words, Tamat Chacham, first of all, you see how involved he was in his learning. 
We had the other day where, where the Tamil Chacham would walk out of the Tchum, not realizing where they were. And over here, the Tamil Chacham, he forgot his coat. Yo, guess what? I didn't touch the water since last time he gave me. But it's okay. He wants to pour me more water. Should I let him? Listen, the night is young. We're still going for another hour plus. Don't worry about it. You'll have your chance. Anyway, so, but Akash Baruch protects the Tamil Chacham with his... His uh, absent-mindedness and everything, his things are taken care of. Those who ride, the white donkeys. They sit on the judgment. So the Gemara explains every part of this possible. Who are those who ride the donkeys? The, yeah, it's telling us what, what Tzchayrus is in a second. Tamid Chachamim, imagine, they go from city to city, from place to place, very difficult life. Leave their family from Yom Kippur to Yom Kippur, a year at a time, etc. So these are people that are learning Tzchayrus, what does it mean, the white donkey? They make it clear, white. They, they go through the Torah until it becomes clear. They're able to take the judgment, make come out with a pure halacha. We had something in the beginning of the Masechta, um, I don't know, like, like a good month ago, also the Elu Bali Mikro, Elu Bali Mishnah, a different pasuk. It was like with, um, I don't remember anymore. Anyway, something with fruit. No? Mishnah, Gemara. Whatever. Okay, fine. If I, if I would learn the Torah out loud the whole day, I would remember it. So those who go are the people that learn Torah. Tanakh, Mikro. The Torah should be On the way, people that learn Mishnah. Those who speak, that's Gemara. She calls Sichasan, Divri Torah. Everything they speak is Torah. Now, it could be also, not everything, everything that they speak is Torah, but everything that they speak is Torah. In other words, even when they're speaking to you, like, Stam, like, how is it going? But if you, if you listen to what they're saying, there's Torah there. They're, they say, everything is Torah. Even their Sichas Chulun is Torah. Yachroich is a lotion of Burning it, roasting it. Remia is a, is a lie. Tzedai, tzedai is, is a, your catch, your, what you trapped. This guy, that's a, that, 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 that's, a, that's a liar. In other words, he goes around, he learns a lot, a lot of Torah to show off. And he says, look, I know all this, but it's only... A temporary thing. It's like studying, cramming for a test. So he crams and then he shows off. But then he forgets it the next day. So then he's a bad guy. He's a Ramai. Rav Shaysh is nah. That's not the Pshat. That guy's not a Ramai. You know what that guy is, says Rashi? He's a Shaita. That's an idiot. Why, why would he waste his time cramming to show off for one day and then forget it all? No. Just what the Pasuk means is Fakert. It's a, it's a question. What do you think? 
You think he's doing this for, he's going to learn, he's going to hazard it over, he's going to know well, and he's going to remain forever. It's like a hunter that's hunting birds. As he catches one bird, he breaks his wing. In other words, he makes sure he doesn't run away. Therefore, <laughs> But if he doesn't do what he needs to do right away, he catches one, goes to the next one. By the time he catches the second one, the first one escapes. His wealth is just going to go down. I have Omar Avuna. What do you have? Omar Rabba. Yeah, it's, it's on the side. It probably says Rava. Yeah. Yeah, it says Rava here. <coughs> As I said, all over Shas, we have Omar Rabba, and on the side it says Rava. And sometimes it says Rava, it says on the side Rabba. His wealth will slowly but surely dissolve, or what's a better word? And a person that gathers by hand, slowly, he'll accumulate. If a person makes his Torah bundles, bundles, he learns a bunch of different stuff all at once, he's all over the place. He's learning Mishnah, Mishnah Brura, Gemara. You should only learn the Daf Yomi Rabbi. No, I'm just kidding. But if a person is all over the place, he's learning Baba Kamen, Baba Basar, Sanhedrin, Eruvin, Mismait, will dwindle down. Vimlav, Koivitz, Ayad, Yarbe. Take a little bit, one Daf at a time, one Daf at a time. Yarbe, you'll finish as Omer Rabba. Says in the side, probably Rava. Yadir Rabban Allah, Milsa, Vavri Allah. Chachamim know about this, but they can't, they can't control themselves. I did what the Gemara tells me to do, and I hazard, and I did everything I was supposed to do, and I was successful. Tana Rabbana. Huh? That's just a, it's a tikkun seifrim. It's a mistake. What the saying is that somebody who printed it along the years made a mistake. Tana Rabbana. Ketzit say the Mishnah. How, how do we get the Torah? How, what happened exactly? Moshe Rabbeinu got directly from HaKadosh Baruch This is the Torah Shabbal Peh. Nichnas Aaron. Huh? Where? This whole Gemara. Rashi in Parshish Yisroi brings this whole Gemara. I, I know it's very familiar. I thought we just learned it recently. But you're saying it's in a Rashi in Yisrael. Mm, I don't know. Okay, fine. I believe you. I know it's there, but I, I, I remember learning it just recently. Recently meaning in the last two years or so. Says the Gemara. Nichnas Aaron. Aaron HaKoyin sat opposite him. As Rashi says, when you learn from somebody, you sit across from him. Vishan Aloi Moshe Pirkoi. So what the Gemara is going to do here is show how each person heard it four times. Okay, so Moshe Rabbeinu repeated what he heard from Agash Baruch Hu to Aaron Akoin. Nistalak Aaron, Yosha the small Moshe. Aaron Akoin goes, sits to the left of Moshe. Why to the left? Why not to the right? Because, as we learned, that when you go with the Talmud Chachem, you don't go to his right. You always go to his left. You stand on his left. That's the way, the proper way to do it. So Aaron Akoin gave 
covet his brother Moshe, sat on his, on his left. Nichlesu Banov, so Aaron's sons come in, Vishan Alem Moshe Pirkan, again, Moshe Rabbein repeated the Torah to his sons. Now Aaron heard it two times. Nistalku Banov, Elazar Yoshev Limin Moshe. So the sons got up. Elazar, now that there's already somebody, Aaron Akoyin, sitting to the left, now you could sit to the right. So Elazar sat to the right of Moshe Rabbeinu, Elazar was older, he sat to the right. Vitamar, Vitamar, the small Aaron. And then Isamar sat to the left. No, Aaron Akoyin got up. Now that there's three people, so he got up from the left, went to the right, and Elazar sat to the left. Now this Kanim came in. Moshe repeated it for the third time. Aaron Akoyin heard it for the third time. Now this Kanim got up. The entire nation came in. Moshe Rabbeinu said it for the fourth time. Nimtzu. Biyad Aaron Arba. Aaron Akoyin heard it four times. Biyad Banam Shloisha. Biyad Kanim Shnayim. Biyad Kolom. Echad. Four, three, two, one. Nostalgic Moshe. Now Moshe Rabbeinu goes away. Now Aaron HaKoyin, who heard it four times, now he knows it properly, he's able to repeat it. So he repeated it. So, now his sons heard it four times. <coughs> now Aaron HaKoyin got up, now the sons, they say it over. They heard it four times. Everybody heard it four times. A person has to teach his Talmud four times. He got it directly from Moshe Rabbeinu. We heard it directly from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Certainly, a simple person from another person, not somebody that heard from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. How do you know they have to teach your students until they know it? It's a chiyuv to teach them until they know it. And how do you know that it has to be fluent in their mouth? You have to put it in their mouth. How do you know that you have to explain it to them properly? How come they all didn't learn from Moshe directly? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu go away? So the iron gets the proper... Honor and the skatim get the proper honor. Why didn't Aaron just learn it directly from Moshe Rabbeinu and then they learn it directly from Aaron Akoyin? Why did the sons have to hear from Moshe Rabbeinu? Why did they have to hear from Moshe? It's much better because Moshe Rabbeinu heard directly from Gishbarchu. It will last. We learned before that Rebu the holds that yes, Aaron Akoyin started off on the left of Moshe because it was only him and Moshe Rabbeinu. But then once Elazar came into the room, Aaron Akoyin got up, or when he finished learning, he got up, went to the right of Moshe Rabbeinu, and Elazar went to the left. Not Elazar went to the right. Three people are going on the way. The Rav is in the center, and the one second to the Rav goes to his right. Here, it seems like this is Rabbi Huda that says that Aaron Koyin went to the right of Moshe Rabbeinu, but Rabbanon hold that Aaron Koyin stayed to the left of Moshe Rabbeinu. No, it could go according to everybody. He's already sitting down. He's already to the left. When it was just him and Moshe Rabbeinu, he sat to the left of Moshe Rabbeinu. So why should he have to stand up 
and go. If he was standing up already, he was sitting down, so put him on the right. But he didn't go to the right. So to lift him up and, and make him go from the left to the right, that's too much of a tircha. This Rabbi Isai is, I, I believe, probably the most famous story in all of Shas, or a huge classic story. And there's a big life lesson to the story. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Preda Havaleyahu Talmida. Rabbi Preda had a Talmud, Arba Meo He would teach the student 400 times. Now, I don't want to belittle the story and say 400 is a guzma throughout Shas, but Lechaira, okay, a little bit of a guzma maybe. But it's, it means a huge number of times. 200, whatever, it was a massive amount of time. They told, we pray that we got to go for mitzvah, be a sandik, something, who knows. So he taught him 400 times, and the fashtop, the cup, he didn't get it. I, when I was reading it today, for the first time, it bothered me. What happened at, from 398 to 400, what happened? All of a sudden he got it, or each time he got a 400th of it? I don't know exactly what happened. What happened, Rapreda says? What? The bell only goes off after 400 times. So he didn't understand. It was zero, 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 400 times zero, big fat zero. At 400, he copped it all? I don't, I don't know what that means. I mean, sometimes you explain it a little differently, sometimes this, but it's just repeat. Fine. Anyway. What, what's going on today? Why didn't you hop it after 400? From when the time they came and said, Rebbe, you have to go soon, you have to do a mitzvah, I couldn't concentrate. Every minute I said to myself, Oh, Rebbe's going to jump up now and leave. He's going to leave now. Okay, pay attention, we're doing this over. Another 400 times. Arbo, Meo, Zimna, Achrina. Think about it. 400 additional times with all the patience in the world. Nafka Baskol, Nafka Baskolo. A heavenly voice came out of Omalei. Nichalech, Delisfulach, Arbo, Meo, Would you rather have an extra 400 years corresponding to the 400 times? Oh, so it's Mashmo's Mamish 400 times. It wasn't a Guzma. Otherwise, what's this 400 years? Or do you want your entire generation to have oil and I would prefer that everybody gets oil and than me live another 400 years. Give him both. So Rabbi Isai, this is an amazing story. And I, I see this all the time. I don't know, the, I might be wrong. But you see from Shas, and you see from these stories, that yes, people go to shul every day, let's say. They go every day, they get up at 7 o'clock, and they go, and they go, and you're going to get schar for that. But it's when you go out of your comfort zone, when you do the extraordinary, that's, that's when you reach the Madrega. That's when you reach godless. I mean, the perfect example is Rebbe Kiva. 24 years, I mean, how, we can't even imagine leaving home for a week, two weeks, I mean, how many people have done that? To go learn Torah for a week at, the, at a Yarchakal in another country for two weeks, three, 24 years. That's how you become a Rebbe Kiva. Rav Safra, he taught him 400 times and he's going to get tremendous schar. But it's when you go out of your comfort zone, you do another form. And you see from the Gemara, he didn't get 800 years to live. He got 400 years. 
400 corresponding to the second time that he taught him, not the first time, I, th- I think. Anyways, going at, doing chesed out of your comfort zone, you give that shekel, that shekel, that shekel, that shekel, fine. But it's when you go out of your comfort zone for chesed, out of your comfort zone for tefillah, getting up really early to learn Torah, that's when you reach godless. Omer of Chizda. You can't say it enough times. Omer of Chizda. So here we go. Here's the simonim. Like I mentioned before, it said simon over there. He heard this idea. Omar. You learn from there. We have a different passage. You should put signs, Make signs in the Torah. How do you see that this means a tzion means a simon? You should make, should be koiveya, itim, latoira. Everybody should have a set time that you sit and you do the daf, you sit and you learn Torah every day, the same time. That's what the Torah says, that's what the Rashi says here. Kovu itim talmidchem, shiyedu eislava evelishnois, raboisai, have a wonderful, wonderful yantif, and a piskatava, and bezer Hashem, we'll see you, matzah yantif, in Eretz Yisrael, share, should be recorded, and if you want to cheat, you can stick around right now, and we're going to do one more daf, as Yoel pours the water for the second daf, have a maridike maridike yantif, and a maridike evening, whoever wants to leave now, is welcome to leave, a good kebench Good yantif, Avi. Good yantif to the whole chevra. Well, I'm being.